missed opportunity. <laughs> what you drinking, bud? Miss, <laughs> Miss opportunity. Miss opportunity. <laughs> Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Amanda. And uh, my voice is a little under the weather, so I'm a little deeper than usual. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I think I sound sexy and viral. <laughs> I'm contagious and sexy. Yeah. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. I'm kind of... Uh... Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> there was yeah, a long doing... pause. I was like, wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad. No, I'm doing pretty good. I've got uh, two weeks left of... Being in California, and then I am making the trek all the way into the winter hellscape of Michigan. So I'm very excited and also nervous, but more excited. Are you gonna? Do you have a job out there? Or are you just going home? Nope, I'm taking a break. I yeah. want to hang out in the holidays, hibernate, play a shitload of video games. Fuck so yes. uh, that'll be great. Yeah, so I'll be off for the next. Like I won't be on the podcast for the next three weeks, uh, but then it will be a lot of games for the podcast. So how are we possibly yeah. going to do any segues without you? You'll you'll fumble through it. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> arm arm wrestle the segue into the next there one. There you go. And Bobby, you've been super busy, so you are full of excitement and enthusiasm. How do we get the Bobby <laughs> that we were listening to when you played that old clip? You're like, all right, guys, I was playing a game. And you know what I mean? Like you had enthusiasm, you had uh, spunk, you had pizzazz. Yeah, those were different times. They were. Uh, I did notice when I played that clip last week, uh, I, I did. I, I had to search around for it. So I ended up listening to a lot of like our older stuff. And we would spend so much longer talking about each game. So year walk, we probably spent 10 minutes talking about that game. I mean, the game is like 50 minutes long and we spent 10 minutes talking about I it. I wonder if it's, you know, because um, we've played so many now, we are just better at describing things maybe. Probably. I'm definitely not good at describing things, but maybe I'm better than how shitty I was back then. Well, who knows? I don't know. We're having such a good time, dude. <laughs> yeah. Not that we're not now. I was going to say, gosh, we could, we could bring back the good time. You know, it's, it's, it's never lost for forever, right? You can always bring things back. As Bobby said, nothing lasts for forever, right? I'm always having a good time. I think. All right, cool. Let's get into some video games. What you got, Bobby? Well, before we do, we got a new patron. Oh shit. It's been a while. What's up, Christopher? (laughs) Oh, oh, that's just our Christopher that got a new debit card. I think. No, is that a new guy? Uh, Christopher? You mean Christian? Yeah. My name is even Chris. (laughs) I forgot your name too. Son of a bitch. Sometimes you just go with it, dude. Yes, and (laughs) thank you, Christopher, for the uh, patron. Patron Thank you you for supporting Bobby's favorite childhood toy. Yep. Spelled favorite wrong there in the show notes, Christian, or Christopher, Christiana, whatever your name is. Yeah, whatever this fucking guy is. Uh, Yeah, I'll remove all U's going forward. Sorry. Even Google Docs is like, oh, that is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) You're in America, dude. You're doing an American thing. Take those Uh, U's out. And speaking of an American thing, what's more American than things on our radar? Uh, So starting off with... Things on our radar, which are things that have come to our attention. Uh, and you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna start because I took that. So, um, I put on mine the Entropy Center, which 
seems to be you're supposed to be like thinking in reverse and doing it's a first person adventure where you have different puzzles and you're walking around i loved it because the gun reminded me of like halo <laughs> it's like i feel like some of these maps kind of look like they're out of halo so it's kind of a, a cool space theme there's um like different uh like robotic people in it Not, there doesn't seem to be too many npcs but the ones that are there they kind of look to me like the creatures out of stray like the robot computer people out of stray but this does kind of give me some i don't know portal vibes i think it looks really beautiful and it just looks uh you know pretty neat you can download a demo which is free so that's fun otherwise the game has an introductory offer going on right now where it's 10 percent off for 22 dollars and 49 cents uh, and that's going until november 10th and so this game just came out november 3rd three days ago and so far the reviews are very positive 95 percent. nice uh yeah it looks like uh you have this gun that has multi-functions it looks like it can push it can pull and it can reverse time for an object so i saw like a rubble pile turn back into an obelisk by rewinding its time or entropy i guess so interesting. yeah I like that concept too, where it's just, yeah, they're the whole play on energy and stopping it, moving it forward, pulling it back. And like you said, with this gun, it, it can do a whole bunch of different stuff. So you're supposed to be looking at these puzzles from multiple angles, which I think is really cool. It's, Go ahead. it's, it's fascinating listening to one of you guys talk about a game that I've worked on and talked to people spending hours and hours and hours on how do we communicate this feature so people understand it you know how do we make the steam page efficient um and then we just knock steam, it out of the park no well it's not that you knock it out of the park or not it's, it's <laughs> no we knocked it out of the park it, no, i mean the real question is did they knock it out of the park like are the things that we're saying what exactly. we're supposed to be saying exactly and it's so interesting to see that the important things of some of your perspectives aren't the important things that we think are important and seeing that in a new way is just really, I don't know, it's cool. I think no one else at my job really has this sort of perspective, this mm. unique opportunity to have other people researching stuff that so they've done. now we know done. what Christian is doing here. Yeah, he's finessing us this whole time. for He's gathering info, intel. Actually, I had no idea that you were a part of this project, though, Christian. I was like, oh, this shit looks neat. Yeah. yeah, no. Every day no, he drives yeah. to the entropy center and he parks his car and he goes into it. <laughs> he walks in backwards. <laughs> and he thinks about how his impact of his entropy is on this world. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah. Now they did spell center wrong. So. No. Sentry? Sentry. Oh. Oh, is there a reason for that? Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. No. No, R a, before E except oh. after. Yeah, you know? Um, totally. It's. No, this yeah, this, this reminds me a lot of um, Portal in a way, where it's just like a first, it looks like a first person shooter, but it's actually a puzzle game. Yeah, uh, you know, we as like not the people selling this can say, "Hey, it's super strong Portal vibes." You can't sell, or they can't sell it. Be like, "Hey, it's just like Portal, but not." You know, they. It's easier for us to like uh, do it, uh, analogs like that. You can't do it when you're selling it, though. True, you but say, he did bring a good idea and perspective of that, that like, even as a podcast, it's cool that we get to hear as well from the other side of that, mm -hmm. right? And so, Christian, what are some of the things about this game that like you guys thought about and we're putting into that maybe we just missed talking well, about it? the most important thing I think that we tried to do, um, because this is a small studio and I believe this is their premiere title, um, 
is to align it close to like the portal games, right? It's 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 a puzzle game. You walk around, except you have this third dimension, which is time. So we tried to align it with portal uh, as close as we could with like what we were showing and how we were communicating things. But it's really interesting. I think that you saw Halo, you know, you saw uh, you, it's you the were, gun. <laughs> yeah, but you were appealing to like the sci fi part of it and the gun. It's all important. It's all interesting and important. But Amelia got portal in the end. So maybe we did a good job after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. even got like the red and the blue colors. You know, that's very um, it's very portal ish. It's orange, Bobby. Yeah, orange. Um, are you going to play this, Bobby? Orange, it seems but... like. Something this seems might... like something I would enjoy. Yeah, I, I'll keep an eye on this one. Cool. I don't know because yeah. there was that other first-person uh, puzzle game where I was so excited about it, and then it, I, I maybe got halfway through it and completely lost interest. Talos Principle. Yeah, the Talos Principle. Uh, didn't play the DLC either. Oh, speaking of DLC, did you play? Uh, there's a free DLC for Slay the Spire. Did you play it? No, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's called Downfall, I believe. Hmm. Yeah, free DLC. So well, I know you love that game. I don't know. I, I, I'm yeah. scared to touch it again. That could start a whole thing. Well, you know, it might not be a bad thing to start a whole thing. You don't want to be, you know, surviving out here, not doing anything. And speaking of that, I guess there's no good way to segue this shit. <laughs> Bobby, tell me about Soulstone Survivors. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about both of the games I have for On the Radar. Uh, no, Soul dude, we go in order. We pass it around. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> These two games, Soulstone Survivors and Army of Ruin, these were both posted by Burn Division in our yeah. Discord, one of a uh, friend of the show. Um, but I do want to say I discovered these games before I saw that he posted them in there. These are the two new Vampire Souls-like games that are coming out. But I think we've reached a point with all these copycat clones where the bigger companies with more resources are starting to catch on mm. so these ones look a lot better um soulstone survivors oh my god man I, I i'm having trouble remembering which one is which right now okay <laughs> uh soulstone survivors um this one i believe is already out and this the graphics on this one look a lot like risk of rain too uh, that's a good comparison i think so they're pretty good um and it looks like uh, from the information on their steam page they've really thought out a lot of things on this um there, it looks like it's a lot more of a meta game going on um rather than just the the passive run around and do things like there's a lot uh, obviously you have to level up your character um but you can introduce other things that make it harder but you get more re rewards they had an is interesting name for it i can't remember what it was called i think it was like something like virus or something i don't know um the other game army of ruin looks i think better i like the graphics better but it looks a lot less developed um soulstone survivors has 14 playable characters as of now army of ruin only has five um and based on the steam reviews people are saying there's a lot of potential here in army of ruin but it's just it's maybe not quite there yet but it looks i mean i gotta say out of all the vampire survivor like games this one looks really good it looks like magica or something mm. um i really like the spell effects and just like the character models um but i'm glad we're kind of getting to this point where we're seeing a lot of these types of games that are not only having better graphics, but they're expanding on the genre. Yeah. Like they're, it was they're, so they're testing simple. out new things and interesting, 
introducing new ideas. You know, eventually I think we're going to get to the point. I, I think this happened with, um, uh, uh, oh my God, PUBG. What is that? Battle Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale. Where we had this oh, like yeah. real simple version of it for a while. And what, what was even that, the first game? Uh, it was like Battle Royale. It was a mode of some type of game. I can't remember. The game itself wasn't very popular, but then they had this mode that became extremely popular. Oh, uh, that was a fucking... Oh my God! Uh, yeah, for Epic, Epic Games, the really big Epic game guys. Fortnite, Fortnite. For, not Fortnite. Fortnite. No, no, oh. there was one before that. But that there, there was, was that also fits your description. Whoa! Hello, Nicholas. <laughs> Hello there. We should switch. I'm alive. <laughs> the infrastructure the for Georgia has returned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it says Bomberman is the first battle royale. Woo. Um, well, yeah, maybe I guess. Um, <laughs> But Shut no, up, no there was like a, oh my God, it, it was like people in pig masks. God, I cannot remember this game. I didn't really play it. King of the Hill. Daisy? No, King of the, uh, maybe like Daisy. H1Z1. H1Z1. There it is. Thank you. Uh, okay, yeah. guys, it's H1Z1. Seriously, get the, f- oh my goodness. Uh, okay, you can get your loonies but, but and your toonies H1Z1. out of here, it was motherfucker. like a mod of it, I think. But anyway, like if you look at the evolution of battle royales, it didn't start out like the battle royale that we all know and love with like apex legends and whatever the big ones are right now. Like they started off like completely different and kind of grew into that. And I feel like that's, what's going to happen with these, um, vampire survivor clones and also roguelikes too. Like those started out, um, being one thing and it, with roguelikes, I feel like they, they started feature. merging it with different yeah. genres. Like they, Way they got the mashup yeah. treatment. <laughs> this we, is a true genre though. And, I, I will say that it's a little different from that, Bobby, because it's so hard to make a battle royale because you need so many resources and they're so intensive. I think this is going to, I don't know if it's going to fizzle out, but it's definitely going to evolve way faster. These games are getting dropped every week because they're so easy to make uh, comparatively to other video games. Uh, you're literally just a bunch of numbers and running around, uh, <laughs> from bad guys that's that's all there is and so you're just you know adding on to it yeah so i think it's going to evolve and fast forward because do you think uh, go ahead do you remember the last time that this that this uh happened like recently what do you mean oh like what other genre was like this uh go ahead hit me it's uh auto chess do you remember auto oh chess? Yeah, yeah yeah blew up yep and then now League of Legends has an auto chess. Yeah. Dota has an auto chess. Yeah, it becomes a mode in all the different games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I haven't gone back to uh, Rogue Genesia. Um, I'm going to check it out, see if there's been an update. But that's my favorite one so far. I love the look on that one. All right. Well, before we uh, move off of Army of Ruin and uh, Soulstone Survivors, can we get prices and release dates? So Army of Ruin is out, came out a, a week or two ago, and it is three ninety nine. And uh, I believe Soulstone Survivors is coming out November 7th. No price tag yet. Can um, We don't have much money in our coffers, but can we use some of it for to get Chris a VPN? Because uh, this, this the Canadian shit is boggling my mind you don't like extra u's and z's what do you want a vpn for (laughs) all right cool um are you done bobby is it time for me to take over i now transfer the the conch from lord of the flies to emilio (laughs) thank you um well nick i'm glad you're here you could probably speak on this more than i can but god of war ragnarok is officially out yeah 
No. It, well, it'll be Very out close. Tuesday. This drops Monday. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, it drops Thursday. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. There's some early reviews, and uh, it's looking really good. People uh, are enjoying it quite a bit for people who got early copies. Um, I guess you get to play as multiple characters this time. Uh, like, it sounds... Uh, the review that I watched from the ACG guy, he wanted zero spoilers. So, but it does sound like four characters you get to play, and um, he said that really the only fault this game has was the pacing is kind of all over the place. But when you make a game that's this big, it's even bigger than the first game. Um, I think uh, you know it's hard to have a start slow and slowly build all the way up, especially exactly. when you have an open world where the character can go wherever he wants. So, um, yeah, like Bobby says, the player is an agent of chaos um, in in a story. So, yeah, he's just going to run around and do whatever he wants. So you're going to get things out of, out of, uh, out of order. Um, but graphically, it looks great. Uh, I'll talk about God of War, which I've been playing nonstop. Um later on in the podcast but i'm excited about this but who knows when we're gonna get this i think maybe you have some info on this nick but i think a year and a half to two years after release is what i'm guessing so we're starting to see an uptrend with um you know companies buying out franchises and stuff and having these exclusivity things um there's a rumor that this will drop in exactly in a year like okay. we're gonna see advertisements six months when this game goes on sale or whatever for like forty nine ninety nine or whatever. Yeah. We're gonna see the advertisements to build up for the PC release, so people will remember. Oh yeah, it's on PS five, so they'll buy it, and then uh, the, you know, or people that don't have a PS five, they'll be like, oh shit, it's finally coming to PS- PC. And I'll definitely um, say that um, whenever it does come to PC, it's probably a day one purchase for me. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, so much so, quality, so much care goes into these games it, it's insane i'll talk about it by later. the what you were talking about right away it's like this funny thing that always happens in god of war where it's like and, and a bunch of other games i get sequels and stuff it's like where did kratos's uh you know chains of chaos go like where did all these things that are earned in the last game where'd they all go and every time they have to that's that's how they kind of innovated in this one is that they made you be able to play multiple characters oh, i see yeah, because you already start off with like the thing, the axes and everything else, you know. So yeah. how do you how do you diversify your game? In the last game, it was every weapon that you got, but in this game, it's different characters. I think. Cool. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to that one. I am done talking now. Would uh, Nick like to start talking? Yes, I <laughs> these would are like great transitions, guys. Can you guys do fucking Jesus Christ! Jesus. You're making me angry, and I'm here with I don't you. Know, man. On I your like side. my literary reference that <laughs> apparently went over everyone's head. Nobody remembers reading that book. No, that was school. great. That was a good, yeah, good, good <laughs> moment. Hopefully, um, we don't end like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> for my only sin for being late is that I have to talk about Warhammer. I'm sorry, everybody. I literally said um, before the episode, I was like, hey, it's going to, I know we're starting late, but it's going to be shorter because Nick's not here and we don't have to listen about Fort Warhammer. But here we are. <laughs> now, uh, so this caught a bunch of people off uh, by surprise. Um, this game didn't have any trailers or anything or any anything at all. It is a five-year-old uh, Warhammer Diablo clone. Hmm. Um, and the thing is, is that it's always been 
kind of locked behind its price point. Like before they did a super edition, it was like $180 to buy the game and all the 25 DLC. Um, but now it's on PS5 and Xbox One, and they're re-releasing the game in like a uh, kind of like a collect them all package where it's only like 49 bucks, I think. Oof. And uh, but the thing is, a lot of people are liking it in the game. You play as an inquisitor. You can kind of choose your basic kind of uh, tropes like sorcerer and things like that uh, or like a tech guy. Um, so it's pretty cool. Um, I might actually pick this up and play with Leslie. We Leslie loves Diablo. We're waiting on Diablo like everyone else. Um, but yeah, it's I think this game is going to be. It's it's already coming back. Like the purchases and the ratings are all being done really soon now. Like or are, are coming in really fast right now. So um, does uh, that mean it's going to be on Game Pass, Bob or Nick? Probably. We're seeing a lot of Warhammer games go to Game Pass. Um, I don't. I will probably see after all the purchases, like if it will probably go to Game Pass or not. Yeah, I mean anything that's on Xbox goes to Game Pass, right? I thought. Usually, yeah, usually, usually, yeah. There's there's certain game. Well, you got to remember with this is the stupidest thing. It's a 67 Metacritic. Uh, we could just cut it off right here, dude. We could. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and that's before all the DLC, by the way, and all the fixes. Okay. Um, sure, bud. But over like a million people use it. I mean, play it. I think and a bunch of other shit. Um, the thing that it always sucks with Warhammer games is that. The license is ha- is hand- handed out to every fucking development team ever that ever requests it, and so sometimes Warhammer is like, "No, we don't want our game on Game Pass," or "Yeah, we want our game on Game Pass." Happens all the fucking time. I wonder, like, if they have a super low uh, IP using price, or they just do it for free to build up the, you know, bring but everything I, I, up. I think it's both. The one, the thing that I fucking, or I'm not going to go off. It can't on this, be cheap and free, dude. It's one exactly. or the other. Yeah. And uh, my my thing with this is that it really is an expensive hobby, but this is like a way to get into it without actually getting into it. So that's my thing about about the war. I mean, the yeah, you know, the Warhammer universe is that there's books and shit that can entertain you that you like. There's novellas, there's audio books, there's movies and shit, but. Uh, yeah, this is just an easy way to get into the hobby or get into the topic. But uh, tell me about Lilith Odyssey. Uh, their uh, days. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was an odyssey to get to this transition. That was gosh, she's so good. Oh, uh, she's so there. good. All right. Yeah. Well, you did. Uh, so, <laughs> so Lilith Odyssey is a top-down planet survival kind of action game Mm. uh and so i'm just gonna it's a quirky little galactic migration sim where you know the great nacho wars have ended and the corrupt government have sapped life and resources so you and your family are on this trek to try and find a you know a place to call home and migrate and you are supposed to get to this place lilith uh and that's your whole journey it's an open world 
uh, you get in a spaceship that has a, a different view, as you would imagine, a spaceship of navigating that, right? You know, and you shoot stuff and things like that, it seems. And you land on these planets and you kind of are looking for economy. Well, you're building an economy, sorry. And then you're looking for food and fuel and, and things like that, which to me reminds me very much of No Man's Sky, right? Like you could say that. But the graphics are different, kind of unique. They're I think a little bit more like pixelated is how I'd call them. They'd almost look like more of a, I suppose, like a retro feel. But I think that that's kind of fun and part of the charm. Uh, you know, it is an indie small developer. And so, yeah, you can tell that they didn't put a ton into the graphics, but it seems like there is a lot into the game. Um, and based on a decent chunk of the reviews, people are saying that apparently the game is worth it just for the um, radio alone, that the radio <laughs> when you're flying around is like hilarious and wonderful. And they compare it to Fallout and Grand Theft Auto and like that kind of quality of a radio where like it really sets the environment and the scene and like really fantastic. A lot of people are saying, I mean, because like I said, the graphics to me seem a little bit more retro and pixelated, but a lot of people love it. Like it's an art aesthetic, you know? And so, um, and like a distinct art style. Yeah. It's, it's, it seems really awesome. And it seems just like a charming and kind of strange, uh, survival. And a lot of people are really liking it. I mean, it does only have like an 83% positive so far, but there's only 37 reviews and it just came out yesterday. So it's by this uh, company called Chase Star Unlimited, and it seems to be their only game uh, that they've made. And yeah, you can get it as an introductory thing for um, $14. It's $13.99, so it's 30% off until November 12th. Um, and it just it looks cool. Send them a twit, Christopher. It seems pretty neat. It's like it they don't have a twit. Mean. They don't have a twit. Oh no. I don't have a twit. God, that's so metal. But you know what's not metal? Twit now. The opposite of metal, which is an unmetal. So un-metal. Emilio, tell me about unmetal. This is almost this directly uh picked painful. from our Discord for uh Nick. This is a Metal Gear Solid uh spoof. And the thing oh about spoof games is they usually suck. Uh, just like spoof movies, a lot of them, you, for every 10, you might get one good one. Um, but this has like a 94% right now on Steam. And it's a clone of like the NES. Um, the original yeah, Metal Gear. The original Metal Gear Solid, which uh, the original PlayStation ones were the same view, right, Bobby? Or Nick? Uh, yeah, but just better graphics. Yeah, better graphics, but same pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, uh, you know, you know, it's the whole like, not this guy is not a, a, a special elite warrior. He's just some guy who got caught up in all this, and he's just like, what the fuck? And uh, yeah, supposedly it's funny and good gameplay and stuff. So ninety four percent, I think it's probably worth you taking a look at it. Do you like the older How ones? Much is it? Did you like the older ones, Nick? Yeah, I, I play them. I, I I play them on ROMs and shit. Um, I, I mean, really, all it is is just story, right? When you compare to that, those games from then to now, mm-hmm. uh, like ROM, you have to kind of speed it up a little bit to make it actually like more <laughs> playable. Is that is that how that sounds? Yeah. But uh, I I definitely play this like the whole rats being crushed by the the fucking blade thing. Like I can see all the jokes from the actual Metal Gear se- series. Yeah. By the way, uh, you pulled a boomer, boomer moment. Moment, by the way, uh, it's not Metal Gear Solid. This is Metal oh. Gear. Metal Gear, yeah, yeah, Metal Gear. And that's Metal it. Gear Solid is the one on PlayStation. That's how they kind of 
made it made a new statement that this is a different character that kind of looks exactly the fucking same in the photo. I'll never understand. Don't try to explain it either. The different no. snakes and the di- fucking liquid snake and big boss. I don't care. I don't care. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's confusing. Yeah. Hey, but I do care about highlights. Those are games that we have played and we want to talk about because we're excited about them or they totally sucked and that's why we put it on here. So, Bobby, tell me about Overwatch 2, which, by the way, I had a weird experience with it. I downloaded it. I think I talked about it already. Um, I was trying to activate my Blizzard account or whatever, and uh, they say... I put in my email and they're like, there's already an account with that email. And then I try to get a, like a referral code for the password or whatever. And it, it just doesn't work. Was this trying to log into Battle.net? No, because I was already into Battle.net. It, this was specifically for Overwatch a 2. A purchase? Uh, maybe you should try Well, Overwatch 2 is free unless you get the Battle Pass. Maybe yeah. you should try to do it again because I know they had all those issues when it first launched. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah. And, you know, I wish I had something new to talk about this week, but uh, I did have a rather busy week and I've been doing a lot of editing and my hand really hurts. Even had to ice it between playing the piano, editing and playing video games on the computer. Like my hand is just taking a beating. Um, It's not fun getting old. Did you smash your finger, dude? I got bit by a dog. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. you don't remember that? <laughs> you haven't healed? Uh, no, that was like two and a half months ago and it's almost grown out. And I'm missing parts of the nail because he bit me pretty deep right on the cuticle. It was not fun. Fuck chihuahuas. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I played some Overwatch 2 for some reason. I just kind of got into it. You know, a lot of people that I game with are, are playing it right now. And I haven't really liked the game. And I checked it out when it came out just to see what it was all about. And was like, well, whatever. But I actually had a pretty good week with it. And I think it's kind of because... I was waiting for the single player content that wasn't really here. They had the uh, uh, a Halloween event that did have some single player content, but mm. I I didn't really get into it. It was mainly just grinding for cosmetics. Um, but what changed this week was I played a mode that's kind of like a Ram, but it's not really a Ram. But you all get random characters and you play on one specific map. And when you die, it switches you to another random character. So what happens, I spent a couple hours playing this. I got really into it. And what happened was I played every single hero multiple times. And it forced me to learn these different heroes. And when you play different, that's like one thing you got to do in any of these competitive games is just actually play all the different people. Even if you don't like them, you find the ones you do like the ones you click with, and then you learn kind of how to play against them because you know what their abilities are and how to counter it and what's good against them. Um, and I, I had never done that with overwatch. I always just played the same heroes every single time. And that was my comfort zone. Uh, but this kind of forced me out of that. And it was, it kind of had the, um, the careless feel of Team Fortress 2. Mm. I, I've always preferred Team Fortress 2 over Overwatch because Team Fortress 2 is just, you know, it, it's so crazy and nobody cares and like whatever happens, happens. It doesn't feel very competitive. You Overwatch go, 2 does. You run out, you try your best, you die. And you yeah, and you, then you respawn and you do yeah. it again. You know, um, uh, Bobby, were you able to play characters that you haven't unlocked? Uh, yeah, I 
guess so, because you so, have to unlock characters with the battle pass now, and there's two this, yeah. new ones. Um, but this, I don't. This is the controversy right now um, involving all the characters. So they just announced a new character, I think, <laughs> yesterday, and it's the same thing. Unless you have the battle pass, you have, I mean, uh, yeah, unless you buy the battle pass, you have to play at least 50 hours on average to earn that character. 50 hours. Yeah, I mean, I it's, a, know, it's a free-to-play man. game. It's you, a free-to-play you grind, game. You've got to grind things now. And How much is a battle pass, Bobby? I don't know, and I don't really care. Like, out of the new no, heroes, I, need you to care, man. I didn't like either one of them. That wasn't my type of my type of hero. But um, it, it's probably not much. I mean, however much battle passes typically are. 15 bucks? Like 15, 20 bucks? Yeah, yeah. usually. It'd be great if we had a computer guy searching things up as we talk about it. <laughs> he has an upset tummy today, apparently. Oh, he's doing the diarrhea. Yeah, some cheese. Yeah. Um, you know what I noticed, though? I went into my, my profile or career profile or whatever. Uh, in my lifetime, I mean, it's probably a little bit more now, but in my lifetime, I've played 46 hours of Overwatch. Yeah, dude, we were into it, dude. When it no, came I'm out. saying that's it? Like 46 oh, hours? I think it's a lot. Nah, that's nah, not a whole that's lot. Not, that's not a lot. That's yeah. not a lot for Overwatch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Deep Rock Galactic's like 700 hours. I mean, that's an extreme. But Overwatch is a game that I think a lot of people have a lot of hours in. It's not like yeah. a game you, you just do 46 hours. That that was kind of a shocker to me. And yet I've spent like, what, $150 on that game? I spent, yeah. Whatever the top, like, what are the, what would you get? Boxes? It's yeah, boxes, loot boxes. Right? Yeah, loot and boxes. I would buy. Like it was a literal box. Yeah, they had a ninety nine dollar package, and I bought it more than once. I, I feel like I did it twice. I, I feel I bought two fifty dollar packages, and I thought that was the top one. And then I bought the maybe game. you're right, and it, it was probably the deluxe version of the game too. So it was probably like fifty or sixty bucks. So yeah, spent a lot of money on that game. At least Fair it enough. was like a polished product, you know. Mm-hmm. It was. It has its faults, but it you know it looked great, sounded great. You know, yeah, and it good. still has the best UI I've I think I've ever seen in a game. The font just I I don't know maybe not in the, the UX like the user experience like how you get to different things and like I feel like a lot of that could be a little more clear because I had no idea this ARAM mode even existed. Like mm-hmm. I guess it just wasn't that apparent. To oh, me. this isn't like a weekly thing. This is like a permanent fixture. I, I think so. Honestly, I still don't know how to get there because I was grouped <laughs> up with someone else who was queuing us up. And I was like, all right, this is awesome. I didn't know this was a thing. This is great. That's cool, man. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. In other games, it's very clear. Like, these are the different modes that you can play. But it, I'm talking about just, like, graphically pleasing to the eye. Like, the the UI, I think, is beautiful in that game. And, yeah, it was. I When that game came out in 2016, I was, we were all were super hyped for it. And mm-hmm. I was a little let down. I was... I, and I'm not exactly sure why. It's just I couldn't get into it. Because it wasn't better than TF2. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it was. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but it here's the thing. Like, TF2 is great, but like I can't play a ton of that anymore, you know? Like, well, do you have a thousand hours in it, dude? Like, well, yeah. I mean, over the course of 13 or 14 years, however. It's hard being the best, out. dude, too. You get in there mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, these jobs. <laughs> well, the big problem with TF2, and we always talk about this, is you can't stay on the same team. If you yeah. queue with somebody, it keeps, it breaks us up every single time. It's yeah. like, oh, these guys are too good together. <laughs> yep. All right. But yeah, so that that was my week with Overwatch 2. Um, I didn't bring it up this week, but uh, season three of Deep Rock Galactic is starting. They've got a name for it. It's called Plague Fall. It's got um, some cool new things they're going to introduce yeah. with it. So that just came out and I'll probably be checking that out next week. But, um, 
that and phasmophobia i bought phasmophobia nice, too man. so Hell nick we yeah. should definitely play some of that cool we'll definitely talk about that what do what, you what do you think about it days uh yeah well yeah <laughs> phasmophobia was uh yeah nick and i played it last week last sunday for spoopy spoopy season halloween and uh i don't you know what i'm glad i think the only time i'm gonna play phasmophobia is with sherpas like you and leslie and then my buddy uh virus was also i think helpful as well or at least he's played it enough to to know stuff so he just kind of jumped in and it was very plug and play for him i'm sure and like he was playing it in vr which is very funny because the people always look like noodles when you when they're in vr so we were watching him a lot of times just all of a sudden his character would just be sitting there looking weird he'd be like doing the fat <laughs> joe he's like lean into rocking like every yeah <laughs> and so that was fun but it was cool that like it's just so fluid that a bunch of us could be not in vr and someone can be in vr and it's still fun and I, you know i was really scared thinking that i was going to be terrified and i mean i certainly was a little baby sure there were a few times where nick was like okay let's leave you down in the basement and call james graffin's name and i'm like i'm not doing that <laughs> it was already up the stairs <laughs> so um but i didn't find it as scary as i remember it and i think but i do think a lot of that's just because of being with you three did very live every people. time by the way like no one died not, yeah not a single person died there was a ghost event though where a dude grabbed me on my way down and then when you had me listen to the oh yeah i had to drink some wine to like get some liquid courage to play that game and i'm glad i did but dude yeah that was crazy like listening to the dude as well with like such good headphones was just oh that i can't even mimic the sound it was like weird wet slurping noises and i was like fuck this is gross <laughs> get me out <laughs> so yeah. oh, that was that was cool, but the last one that we did where we actually saw the dude with a scythe, like at the campsite, that mm -hmm. was that was really cool. That was it was a lot of fun. So you know how you're like, you're a Sherpa, you and Leslie just know everything and help us. Let me tell you about how we got fucked twice. So me me, Leslie, and one of our friends were just playing because we're waiting for everyone else to get on. So like, hey, let's do a couple a couple of games. We win three in a row. And uh, we're like, all right, let's turn up the difficulty. We went another two in a row. Ah, let's turn up the difficulty, right? And now we're on nightmare mode, right? And for those who don't know, in Phasmophobia, there's a, there's a timer for how long you're invulnerable for, essentially. Uh, it, it, it's like a – and it's like the main – one of the main aspects of the game is that on the normal difficulty, you have five minutes to set up – any any uh, devices that you want to set up inside of the house without any recourse, like you're you're probably not going to die unless you pick up something dangerous. Um, in nightmare, that time doesn't exist. It doesn't exist anymore. Not only that, the amount of clues you get to figure out what kind of what kind of ghost it is, instead of three, because normally once you have all three, you would know what ghost it is. Normally, you only get two. So me, Leslie, and our friend Sean. We load up into a game, and we're going to be like, it's going to be the most dangerous type of ghost there is. A demon. Ha <laughs> ha, it's a joke. Ha 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 ha, watch. The, we just turned it to nightmare. It's going to be a demon, watch. And we're like, wait, it might be. And we, we've discovered the first thing that demons associate with. And my friend's like, oh, let's go pick up. Let's go pick up some stuff from the car. You two stay in here. Everything will be all right. As soon as he left the house, the the fucking ghost started hunting us. 
and ended up killing Leslie immediately. Right. And I'm like, I was hiding in a hiding spot. So I was safe. And I'm like, bro, it just killed Leslie. And he's like, no, no way. I'm like, come on. I'm like, yeah. He's like, we had to take a picture of her body. If we don't take a picture of her body, we don't get insurance money. So he <laughs> runs. So, so we both run in there. And as soon as we both step in, hunt again. Again, it kills me. And he's like, nope, nope, fuck that. Fuck that. We're not, we're not doing that. That's scary store number one. Scary store number two is I'm playing with the same guy. Leslie is watching because she loves watching us play. And two of my other friends were playing on Nightmare because we're like, we're fucking the best. All right. We, we're, we don't lose no more. No one dies. If, if someone dies, that means we lose. And so we're playing on Nightmare. And in Nightmare, if you don't reach safe spot in time, it doesn't matter how many of you are not safe. You all die. So he, or we, uh, we're pulling tarot cards, like actual tarot cards. One of them will get the ghost to hunt immediately. A bunch of the other ones do other shit. I pull the, I pull the card out for like interaction. I pull another card for another interaction and I pull out a card and we all think it's the one that's going to kill us all. So we all stop panicking. We're like, Oh fuck. And so my buddy's like, false alarm, false alarm. Keep pulling him, Nick. I'm like, he's like, remember the one we're looking for is death. And before he can even say death, I go, it's death. Run. <laughs> and we all just immediately start running to hiding spaces. In that moment, two, two of my other friends die. We get into a safe space. Me and my other friend are like, okay, we need to leave. Before we even leave to the door and get out of the door, it hunts again and kills us both. Is it possible to beat Nightmare? Do people do this? Is there videos of people doing it? Dude, so I didn't realize how big the phasmophobia fucking community is. Well, it's shit, like one they of those sold 400,000 400, copies. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, and it's like a little microcosm. It's like when you discover fucking people speed running Super Mario fucking 3D yeah. land or whatever. It's like finding that. And like there are dudes with no assistance because there are people that play with assistance where like things will automatically mark off if the game detects it happening and stuff. That's kind of cheating. Um, but people without assistance, they'll do the job of four people. They'll, they'll not only play on the hardest difficulty, but they'll play the whole mission by themselves. Yeah. Try hard. So, Damn. But if you and get if that you think, good, I feel like it ruins the game, dude. It makes it not and, scary and that, anymore. And that's what we were talking about. Yeah, you don't exactly. want to do like, You don't want to be that guy. But that's that's the thing that they're like when they when they do patches for this game now, they're introducing new things to make the game harder in that aspect and more fun for people who are not at that level. Yeah. Hey Nick, it's is really there weird. um with the people you play with, is anybody playing in VR? Um we have one friend who does it every now and then. Um what did it, but he's a little bitch and he gets headaches after like thirty minutes. Yeah. But um as and nobody that gets headaches is a little bitch, but we just make fun of him all the time because he always complains about headaches. Uh, Bobby, do you, do you have the um, Oculus right now? Mm-hmm. Are you going to play? In, are you going to try it out? Yeah, probably not. Okay. Phasmophobia in VR, no. Yeah. Right. It, uh, even I know people that don't get motion sick. Like normally in VR, like they pay Pavlov and a bunch of other shit. But when they play, uh, when they play that game for some odd reason, they get a little motion sick. Hmm. Like I have, a, I have a guy who plays like will play four hours of Pavlov VR, and then you'll switch to Phasmophobia, and he's like, "Nope, I'm good." 
My guess is that uh, a game like Pavlov, you are kind of focused on forward and you're just searching for like a person to hit with your hit markers, right? Yeah. Whereas with Phasmophobia, and I had this issue with the Wanderer, um, you are looking for little details and things on the ground. You're looking for little places. So you're kind of using way more, you're intaking way more of your environment, uh, which is going to, yeah, which that is going to probably give you a higher headache. I found that like, if I take ibuprofen before I play and then wear shoes while I play VR, that helps. I've heard the shoe thing before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. High heels, or would you recommend? Uh... Oh, the sexiest pumps you can find. <laughs> if you are not hunting ghosts and pumps, what are you doing? I mean, are you even a ghost hunter? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I tried Crocs. You can hear really me running work. away, but I'm safe. I'm so safe. <laughs> but no, yeah. Phasmophobia, we played because it was Halloween weekend uh, this week, and everything. Gotta do so. it. Yeah, we, we had it. to play it, and it was a blast. I we we we're like we're all gonna play Phasmophobia until WoW comes out. That's the plan. There we go. Right. Yeah, but you were talking about uh, God of War earlier, like Ragnarok. What do you what do you got about fucking the OG 2016 God of War, dude? Uh, one thing about it coming out in 2016, dude, and then coming out to PC now. If it came out as like a triple a game today which i guess it kind of did you know they revamped it and all that i would put this up against anything that came out 2022 i feel like it would be like a game of the year if it came out this year you know what i mean that'd be it'd be up there it's so polished it's um you could just see how much work goes into it the voice acting's crazy good i'm really warming up to it like i i look forward to playing it all the time um i'm the I know the the whole connection between the father and son is supposed to be like a really big thing. I'm not connecting there so much so far. Is it uh, because you don't have a son? Could be, could be. I wish I did. trust me when I say this. It's gonna get worse. All right, it's gonna get worse. You're uh, gonna cry. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Um, the, so there's uh, something I didn't know. There's these uh, Valkyries in the game, and they're um, like bonus bosses that you can go fight and they are extremely hard um i spent an hour on the fourth or fifth one and uh it's more like a dark souls uh boss you have to figure out his weaknesses they have even though they look the same they're you have to beat one eb each one differently and i like that that's in the game the only downside to it that i found was that it makes the regular bosses a cinch like i fight regular it makes everything else in the game so easy because you get so good at fighting these valkyries even the bot the big bosses like i beat them on the first try uh, because i just spent an hour having to have microsecond reactions against these fucking valkyries so it, it's a plus and a minus i know i could beat the game and then come back and beat the va- uh, the valkyries i guess but um yeah i'm having a good time with that so that was something that we we talked about we were talking to all of our friends and we were like, oh my God, you play it, blah, blah, blah. And uh, one of our friends was like, I didn't try doing the Valkyries until after I beat the game already. And we were like, I think that's the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah. Because we all had the same complaint was that the regular bosses were too easy. Yeah. But then again, like when you look at it, there's some of the Valkyries that are weaker to abilities that you get in later in the game. And yeah. Because 
dude, I had to, I should, I knew when I was fighting this Valkyrie, I knew I shouldn't have been fighting it. Uh, like one axe swing was taking not even a percent. So I had to hit it like 200 times to kill it. So yeah, I shouldn't have been there, but you know, you, you get in that mode where like, I got to get it done. Um, I, I do want to talk. Was, go ahead. Give me one. I want to, I want to share my Valkyrie story real quick. Of course you do. Sorry. Nick. sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll be quick. Uh, over a I know I sent you 79, but you can check your stats and everything. 173 tries. Jeez. On one of them. On the last one. It, did you do it before you beat the game? Yes. Okay. And when you beat the game, do you get some other awesome no, stuff? No, you just get an achievement. You get an achievement for killing all the Valkyries, and then you get an achievement, like a secret achievement for beating the last one that's a secret. And there's a little thing about um, this game where the drops are not static. So a Valkyrie, this Valkyrie doesn't always give you this item. It's just a random loop pinata that comes out so uh that's another added thing. i like i like that aspect of it i like that i might get this super epic uh legendary item out of one or i might not like I, I do like the rng aspect of it so uh the more i play this game i have realized that it's a bit of a metroidvania um this is how they got so much um stuff out, out of one game um you're you're on a lake and there's all these different spots you can stop in the lake but as the game goes on the water level drops and so uh it, it reveals all new areas every single time the the water drops and i can't wait to get over and see i was like oh now i can get to this other thing and you will not be able to get through a certain thing um, until you go somewhere else and upgrade your axe or whatever. And just like Metroid, like usually it's an attack. So you get this new attack that also happens to be able to like break down this one kind of wall that's been in your way this entire time. And there's so many of these. I can't believe you hundred percent of these things, Nick. Cause like, Dude, yeah, you have, bad. there's things in corners. Like it, it's one of these things where like, like just for example, there's these brambles that you can light on fire once you have your your um, chain axes chains or whatever. Chains yeah, chains of chaos. And while I was playing the game, I'm like, they're everywhere. I can't fucking, I can't fucking throw a rock without hitting one of these bramble fucking. And then when you get them, you're like, where are all those fucking brambles? And you go fucking, you're going around the lake. You're like, I could have sworn there's brambles fucking everywhere, Fuck but like, nature. yeah. <laughs> and then you can't, you only find a few and you're like, uh, whatever. But I'm ha like it for, it doesn't force you. It has more content and it doesn't feel like you have to do it, but I feel compelled because I know I'm going to have fun doing it. Yeah. It's one of the better games I've ever played. I think I'm really, really enjoying it. And it's crazy it came out in 2016. What's, what's crazy? 2018, by the way. 2018. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I know you. I'm just going to default put you at wrong column. I checked myself, by the way. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, the uh, graphics are... There's times where I just stop and just look at the graphics. I'm just like, the fuck? This is so beautiful. Um, <laughs> like, I'll play uh, The Witcher, and you see the backgrounds, but it definitely feels like a backdrop, like a backdrop in a movie. Like, somebody drew, drew it. And it's in the background, and those are the mountains. It's beautiful, really beautiful, but you can tell. 
And then in this, I it feels like you could just walk over to those mountains. Like it's not a backdrop. It feels lived in. You can't, but it does make you feel like uh, it's very grand. Yeah. Hey, everyone. God of War is a great game. And fucking everybody knows. But we love you for that and that you've accepted it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to the community. So wait, God of War came out in 2016, the original 18, game? 2018. 2018. Was this a remake or something? Uh, when it came to PC, they remastered it, kind of. Not remastered, but like, you know, they... They turned it up to 144 FPS and 4K and all that Yeah, but stuff. I'm talking like the, the first God of War game that ever came out. Oh. No no no, 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 no. So this is a continuation. This is technically God of oh, War This is like 4. when they make a new one, but they have the same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is God of War 4, like Nick said. And you know what's funny, uh, Nick, is like, I didn't think I had any nostalgia for the original God of Wars. Um... But I played them when they came out, you know? I got them mm-hmm. when they came out. God of War 3 was great. Dude, it's an amazing game. Yeah, I remember that All one. of them are. But uh, when I I didn't know I was going to get the Blades of Chaos, dude. Like, I had no idea because I never Lit. saw a screenshot that he had them. So when he got them and I was like, I got a little nostalgic. I was like, oh, shit. These are the fucking, oh, my God, you know? Oh, and my then, God. I know. Leslie, like, teared up a little bit when she was like, <laughs> you're having a moment, aren't you, Nicholas? I'm like, you don't understand. You don't understand. These have been bestowed upon me. <laughs> and then I, I grabbed them. The game almost lets you, like, okay. Dude. It lets you annihilate everything yes, around you. It's like, them. and you're just you're, like, Ugh, you know, like, a lot of a lot of games will be like, oh, here's a new weapon. Here's something really hard. No, they just send a bunch of like ice zombies fucking against ants. you. Uh, yeah, like, against your fun. fire. And it just lets you fucking enjoy your Blades of Chaos for a good 10 minutes just destroying things. And you're like, this is the same combo on PS1 on the original yep, God of War. Was. It's the exact same combo. And yeah, I got a little nostalgic about it. But yeah, can't recommend it more. And thanks. Uh, will, will we ever get Bobby to play this? No, he'll he'll never play a game like this. I don't think you're an agent of chaos. Uh, <laughs> Something know, called man. the Blades of Chaos. I hear great things about it. Maybe one day, but I, the Bobby's hack and like, slash it was games. a nickel on Steam in 2043. So I got it finally. <laughs> uh, I I don't really connect with the hack and slash games. I did play that one Rise Son of Rome mm-hmm. and enjoyed that. But uh, that's like a six-hour game. I imagine these are a lot. This longer. is twenty hours. Yeah, twenty and forty hours is a lot. Twenty hours. What was it forty-seven? Yeah. How many hours did you put in Overwatch Two? Forty-six. 46. Yeah, competitive games. I could play. And dude, I could play that till I die. Like, I'll play yeah. anything. Like, like versus another uh, human opponent. Like, yeah, I could do that all day. And I think uh, most people sp- end up spending a lot more time in a game like that, you know? And yeah, there's you, plenty of that in Marauders. Dude, can you pull up my clip, Sea <laughs> dog Thanks for effort, Amelia. Thanks. It's uh, <laughs> <That was> good. <laughs> dude, this game I have discovered that I'm really good at, and I like it. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> I wipe out teams of three and four all the time. I like you playing I, solo. I'm playing solo. I played with oh, first of all. I gotta get I gotta give props to my homie C Dog. All right. Yeah. Uh, Sniper for that's Sea Dog. By the way, if you haven't caught that, Can we Sniper put it together is <laughs> is really fucking good at the game. But 
Um, no, he said he's just a barge rat or something. He just no, waits. No, he's not, end. dude. He's one of the first people to run into the room. He's like, surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he. But yeah, he killed it. We played like four games together. They were all super fun. I kept dying fucking second. The new guy we were teaching who had no like, he's like, "What does this do? What does this do? What does this do?" And then he's like, "Oh, like every fucking five seconds." That'd be me. Um, but uh, yeah, no, this game is really fun. I'm getting to the middle point in the game because there's like this huge overarching quest, and they they tell you exactly what you need to do to do it. Um, and that's kind of how you unlock the ability to craft stuff. I'm at the point right now where I'm on a specific quest where I have to kill eight other players. Uh, the last time I had to do that was four other players, and it was 13 missions ago. Um, and so the game is really fun. I'm discovering certain things are not exploitable, but more competitive. As weird as that sounds. I'm telling you, Days, you and your gang would love this. This shit is hella fun. It's a lot less butthole clenching than Tarkov. I love Tarkov. Yeah, I will but even we, say that Tarkov we stay is... tight butthole though, dude. Like, is, <laughs> it, is it gonna like? I mean, I don't know. Like, it's I have this, a hard time is, so... replacing Tarkov with anything right now, man. It's like, not a replacement. I, just, so you, I love you it. You know the new feeling that you have with Tarkov right now? That's what I had when I discovered Tarkov as well, right? Mm-hmm. When you have tight butthole for four years, because that's how long it's been in beta, pretty much. You gotta loosen it up every now and then. Blow an O ring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I just did that. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of things that you can fit in your butthole in Tarkov. Can you fit a lot of things in your butthole? You have no butthole in this game. That's another thing. That's a different thing. No butthole. What? (laughs) So for for those who don't get that reference, in Tarkov, you have something called a secure container where you can put keys and other things so that when you die, you get to keep it. It's not a real play for keeps game. You have a they call it the prison wallet because technically your pants and all this other stuff, like not your pants, but your backpack. And all it's up your butt. Item weight. It's up your butt. So it's uh, up your butt. So, uh, and, and you know, when your buddy you gives you, that. yeah, when your buddy gives you an SJ six, you got to stuff it, stuff it up your butt, you know, in Tarkov, but in Marauders, you just, what die? <laughs> do you die, die as much as you do in Tarkov? Because if you're no. not dying, you're not having fun. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's because I'm, I'm actually, like I said, really good at this game. I used to be really good at Tarkov, but I've got rusty. So, sniper, this, this is stupid. Sniper is uh, Nick as good as he says he is. Uh, I well, I I think uh, yeah, I had to upload it to our Google Drive and it's still processing. But I'll let you know when that is done. Nick Ooh, is analyzing. pretty good at the game. Uh, but I caught him when he was first, I think, just starting to play. So I think I was had a little bit more like math oh, knowledge. But there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Like Nick was talking like I'm some pro. I'm, I die all the fucking time if I actually play this game how it's meant to be played. So. Nick's actually very good at first person so, shooters. I've, so I've played he, with him. He goes, uh, he goes, we're playing, right? He's like, check this gun out. He's like, look at all the clothes you have. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's just cool. You just get them from doing quests. And then two days later, I'm like, check out this gun that you've never seen before and does all these <laughs> yeah. things that you've never even heard of, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's like I'm getting to the level where people don't just show up on my ship with pistols. They're showing up with, like, heavy machine guns in full, like, heavy, like, juggernaut gear. And I'm like, uh, I'm scared. But, yeah, it, the level of PvP is elevated. The whole We're mix. We're playing with t- Tattooed oh. Terror, by the way. Sorry. To interrupt, we were playing with Tattooed Terror, by the way, and a couple uh, other people. 
who bought the game based on when me and Nick were talking about it last week, which is pretty cool to have like a group of everyone is kind of discovering this game together. Um, kind of like yeah. what we had with Valheim and stuff like that. So if anyone else is out there and wants to play, I mean, I'm always, Nick has gone solo. Nick is out in the sunset for all dandelions. He's never coming back, but me, I would love to group up with other people. So looking for a rat pack. Is yeah. I'm looking for a fucking rat pack. Let's go. <laughs> We're rats. We're rats. We're really big rats. <laughs> but no butthole. No butthole. Dude, it's a different game. Um, yeah. Speaking of buttholes, uh, can you tell us about Don't Shit on My Blank Roof? <laughs> yeah, that was a great fucking transition. Yeah, Don't oh. Shit on My Fucking Roof. That's I saw this game. So oh, wait, did you bring up the clip? About... And the clip finally uploaded. Sorry, it just took a while. Oh, I, I'm so okay. sorry for the great <laughs> transition. Segway now we have redacted. to go back. Just to pull it back. Redacted. God, see, <laughs> this is why you need a butthole, because when you rip me out of raid, I got nothing. <laughs> okay, Nick, this is, a, this is a minute clip, so just tell us what we're looking for, and I'm going to press play, okay? So, yeah, in Marauders, there's very, very open area. It's usually very, very close combat, but this is one of the only maps where open areas, like, really 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 out there i would argue even like in this area you would need a scope in some places so i just killed a player and i hear some people moving and i don't realize that it's players yet until i hear one of them step in a crooked way because uh, you can kind of tell when people sprint and move so i can tell that they're on the other side of this building right here and they're kind of playing like chicken with me they're, they're circling they're counter circling when i'm circling and things like that so i'm trying to find health and stuff right now and I managed to heal inside the building, but now I hear that there's two coming this way. So I fake a shot, kill one of them right there. I can tell the other guy has heavy armor on. And so if you have heavy armor, you're probably gonna turn the corner pretty slowly. So I pre-fire and kill the third guy. How can you tell um, that he had heavy armor? They sound different. Oh, like their footsteps? Mm-hmm. Shit, man. Sound design yeah, must it, be fucking great. All these games really require really good sound design. It's uh you, it's it's really good. Are you hip firing like most yes. of the time? Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna look down your iron sights or anything or look so down your sights I, I at all? I only use iron sights when I'm further than fifteen meters. I I perfect if I have videos of me playing Tarkov, killing five players in one building, just hip firing. Oh, yeah, like the hip fire is way better in, in Tarkov, in my experience, than like looking down the sights. But I'm wondering how it is in Marauders. It's, 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 it very much tries to be the same thing. All the hip fires for all the guns are different. Like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Neat. Thanks for showing off. But yeah, don't shit on my fucking roof while I don't. Yeah. Uh, well, well, don't shit on Marauders, okay? I like it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, don't shit on my uh, don't don't shit on my vibe, right? And so, uh, you know, shitting on vibe, shitting on roofs. Uh, there's this game out there that is a lot like the Vampire Diaries. We were just talking about that <laughs> genre exploding. Here's one. I played one, um, and yeah. So this was kind of an interesting little game. Uh, it's you know three dollars. Thought it was hilarious. Any game that's got obscenities in it is a fan. You know, I like good diction, but. Saying fuck shit, bitch is ah, oh, it's so great. It's I, wonderful. So don't shit on my roof. We're gonna get banned from Twitch. It's perfect. Um, so <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So anyway, you take your rifle. It's simple. It's just you know you're 
it, you're always shooting in directions. You have a little bit of some unlockable stuff that help you out where you can get more ammo or uh, more hearts. And you're just trying to kill and get rid of all of these pigeons that are coming for your roof. And you have different maps that have like, yeah, like a little desert area. And you've got your little like adobo hut and shit. Or you've got like an actual little house. And so you can upgrade and increase, like I said, your shoot speed. <sighs> to me, these games, I just get bored. Like I feel like they're in a way like too easy and it's and then it just and then it gets to a point where it's just like an absolute clusterfuck and I feel like it's just why <laughs> so, days you played um, Vi- vampire survivor at my house early on when it was very new like in yeah. the first few weeks and you were first of all you beat my you sat down place once and beat my <laughs> doubled my high score and then yep. you were like yeah like yeah, I'm really good at this, but it's fucking boring. And you walked away. <laughs> I'm like, what? But you just and that, and that was my issue with this game too. Is that like I got pretty far, and it was just I got bored. I was like, eh, whatever. Meh. I'd rather I'd rather play Tarkov and shove things up my butthole in Tarkov. I'd much rather do that than than try and keep these pigeons from shitting on my roof. <laughs> I did think it was a hilarious uh, name, and it was. I mean, it's kind of cute, but I I just feel like yeah, the vampire survivor whatever was was better. But yeah, like, like you said, I don't know. I'm naturally really good at them. But they're boring. <laughs> I, I, I got a question, uh, Dace. Are, are you trying to protect yourself from taking damage, or are you trying to keep them from getting to your house? Because there's a house right there. You are trying to prevent them from getting to your house. Oh, okay. So that's different. But you from also all the are losing ones. damage. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit different. It, uh, yeah, that's the like the biggest difference is that you are not only like protecting yourself, but you're also really protecting your house. Yeah, you don't want uh, shit but on I them. found that a lot of the pigeons would follow you anyway. So if you ran away from the house, they'd be following you. Mm. Which the fuck, like. <laughs> Can try and protect your house, but you could just leave and then they don't go to your house. What? Okay. (laughs) So I don't know. There were some though that would head like towards the house and at the higher levels, like they end up aiming for the house, but it's still just like, I don't know for the longest time. That's one of the tactics is pulling them all away. And it's just, to me, like, I think if you liked the vampire, uh, I always want to say Vampire Diaries. I know it's not that. I don't even like that show either. <laughs> Vampire Survivor? <laughs> yeah, the Vampire Survivor. But, you know, if you like that, then you might get a huge kick out of Don't Shit on My Fucking Roof or Don't Shit on My Roof because that is, uh, it is a funny game. Uh, and it's very much the same. I just, that's not the kind for me. Um, but... You know, speaking of Vampire Diaries, another chick flicky type shit. Uh, you want to tell me a bit about The Love is Blind? I see you put that Whoa. on there, Emilio. <laughs> it would have been so funny if he said Andor. The girliest shit ever, Andor, yeah. <laughs> Nick, are you all over this shit too? Are you watching Love is Blind season three? Nah, we stopped watching it. Oh, what? You, you're not yeah. enjoying this season? No, nah, we just stopped watching Love is Blind after, like, the first four episodes. We're like, this is stupid. Okay. Well. Yeah, we. we Bobby yeah. and I are big fans. And I do. I, uh, I I li- we like, what's it called? Uh, Love on the Spectrum. That's our vibe. That we is get. so good. That is better than this, I, I think. 100%. That's why Indian Matchmaker is another good, good one. Uh, yeah, Sam watched that. I didn't watch it. I don't have time that for that one's your shenanigans, dude. I gotta How many watch real love stuff. competition shows are you guys watching? Dude, Indian Matchmaker's hilarious, by the way. They're like, I want a guy with three jets, a motorcycle <laughs> with a gun on it, and a small army. And you're like, what? 
It's like, <laughs> bitch, you are five one, <laughs> and you look like a boiled potato. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, okay, so. Uh, if you don't know what it is, it's like people meet each other, talk to each other for 10 days, and then decide uh, some of them fall in love and some of them uh, get engaged and then they get married, maybe. Um, after 10 days, they spend four weeks with each other and then they marry each other. Uh, and then that's the whole big uh, reveal at the end. The, do they both say, I do at the altar? Right. And the whole thing seems so frivolous. And I was thinking, how could I defend this show? Right. And I, I, and I have a couple of points and here are my points. Um, Nick, when you saw Leslie for the first time, you said, I'm going to marry that woman. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of shit does happen. Right. So Mm -hmm. that's love at first sight. And that's just like, you know, it's not frivolous because he really felt that way. And it turned into, now we have a baby, we have a marriage, we have a house, all of that from, you know, I'm going to marry that woman. So there's those, right? My mom, same thing. Uh, her first husband saw her and said, I'm going to marry that woman. And so that, that kind of happens. So there's that. Then also I'm thinking about, I bring it up all the time on podcasts, Bobby and I, even though we don't like each other, have spoke more to each other than anybody I've ever, any of my relatives, any of my uh, other friends. Like, I've talked to Bobby more than anybody in my life, probably. And people listening, if you've been around since, you know, in the episode, the first hundred episodes, you've listened to my voice more than anybody in my family or anything like that, right? So I was thinking... These people talk to each other for, I think it's 10 days, and they have like these hour, two hour, three hour dates uh, without seeing each other. And I was thinking, how many actual real time dates and phone calls would it have to take for you to get to like 10, 15, 20 hours of talking to each other? And these people are getting 10, 15, 20, 30 hours of talking to each other and getting, and really, it's not it's not just oh what do you want to eat uh where do you want to go it's none of that there's all the bullshit is cut out you just get right to the making each other laugh and talking about whatever you guys want to do in your lives so it's mostly the important stuff so they jump right to the important stuff so i yes it's a fucking reality show and yes uh, mostly it's all bullshit, but yeah, these people have stayed married after the season one and season two. And there's, I think they, they all refer to it as the experiment. They're like, I trust you in the experiment. I trust that love, trust that love is blind. So I think, yeah, there is something to it. Yeah. I, it's not ideal way, way to meet somebody, but I think that true love can come from this over glamorized, um, stop. Giving me pretty people. I want somebody. <laughs> They're not with that good marks. looking, dude. They really aren't. I want people with stretch marks and wonky eyes <laughs> that only have three teeth and can only eat apple pie. Give me that shit. They're not that good looking, dude. Really. Uh, I also don't think it's a fair enough experiment. You need some fucking potato person from the middle of the Midwest out of nowhere. <laughs> like, 
Well, there was Come some on. Like, my name is Jebecki, and I'm really good at throwing so they, corn. They tried to include oh, geez, a more diverse uh, cast, but I don't think any yeah. of them made it that far. Season one, were, they were pretty attractive. And then season two, they were like, oh, let's just get a mix of people. Yeah, but and then, then all the attractive ones kind of ended up <laughs> on this show. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah. I think that comes so with a certain level of confidence. Seven, there's seven. Oh, by the way, love is blind but love is not deaf you know that accent if it's ugly people are going to pick up on it um another thing there's seven successful couples apparently according to this article in women's health from season one and two and three they're counting oh okay they're counting people who are still together from three even though it hasn't been yeah. that long apparently um which is more than the back like in terms of like shit love shows you have the bachelor which is like bottom feeding on the aquarium just barely surviving ultimate trash tv <laughs> and then this is like this is this is above. This is a real I think this is a real attempt, even if they have people who are generally better looking and maybe have their life together and stuff. So it's not really a true. Experiment. There's definitely that almost everybody there's. If not their heads above water, there's not people that are like, well, drowning in debt. season one. That girl there was, was like, oh, I got a lot of debt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting married. <laughs> and then he sold his house to pay off her debt. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. She was probably the best looking out of that yeah, season. Yeah, I don't but. know. I mean, it, it's totally garbage TV, and I don't... It I is think not garbage TV. It, That's my, it's I'm, garbage. That's did you just I, hear me I'm for 10 minutes, dude? No, dude. It's, a, it's stupid. Like, they take their cell phones away, they put them in this fantasy world where they lock them in rooms, and they talk to people, yeah. and people are, like, giving these versions of themselves through a wall without seeing and then the minute they get out of there it's my favorite episode is always the one where everybody meets up and they see all the people that they said no to or they dated in the pods oh. and then everybody and these are like a lot of these people are like 25 27 so they're fucking terrible at relationships they're making all the stupid mistakes that i did they're like they go back home with their their new wife and they're like look babe you know like okay yeah that other girl she's like a 10 physically yeah. like fucking banging but you and i we have this emotional connection you yeah, know yeah. and the girl's just like staring at him like what are you fucking fuck? stupid yeah and i'm just like yeah. oh yeah dude my there, bobby loves it so much <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good it, it's fun to watch people be so terrible at relationships it really oh, is i def oh, oh, i will defend i'm trying <laughs> to defend the experiment that's all uh I, not I the people there, there's definitely people there that are there to be famous oh yeah I, I could oh, for yeah, sure, show, but I don't think it's the majority. Yeah, but I think the show put, needs uh, to be nationalized. It I, has I think to they be put them in a position <laughs> that's just totally unnatural. Like for two weeks, you don't have your cell phones, you don't go to work, and then you go on this honeymoon with someone. Like you're living in a fantasy world. I don't okay, know. okay. Sure so I meet up. A slight tangent, but I'm with Bobby. Uh, and I'm done his, talking uh, about this. I gotta go be. <laughs> I'm with Bobby and his girlfriend in in Paris, and me and Rihanna are talking, sitting opposite them. I don't know. The conversation turns to. Uh, something to do with relationships and we're like yeah we've been having a great time you know we've been together for five years just got married uh i'm like paraphrasing but then bobby turns to his girlfriend and he says to us he's like uh oh no maybe your girlfriend said this she's someone said oh wait till you're together 10 years you'll be surprised the stuff you can fight <laughs> so i feel like you and maybe anyone who's been in a relationship for maybe a longer time has a more jaded perception of these types of things because you're really all about oh they're in this like fantasy land but whenever you meet someone you're always in it's kind of like you're in a fantasy land for a little while yeah but not like this man like you're, you you still go to work you know 
and you you still have like social do obligations. Do you or do you float to work while your head is somewhere else? You know, like five hundred days of summer. No, <laughs> God, yeah, that, I don't know, that man. I, fucking trash. I, it is it is pretty trashy, but I I don't know. Occasionally, you got to have a little bit of trash. I mean, we've been watching this garbage forever. It, I, there was like two years ago during COVID, I I got really into um that old nineties one. Uh, what was that one with the pop up bubbles? Blind date. Oh, I started watching oh, a bunch um, of the blind date next? episodes. No, oh. next. <laughs> uh, I dated a girl for a while who was on next. She got nexted. Yeah, oh. I've been I've been searching for that I episode love, I remember, too. Do you remember the next bubbles for the for the people? It's like Ryan likes running, eating salads, but he hates the sound of people falling downstairs. Yeah, they were so dude that show. <laughs> Oh my God. MTV, all of MTV's shows like during the two thousands were so bad. 16 and pregnant. You got uh Jersey shore. Yeah. You know, I mean, bangs. we could recount all those terrible things, but we should probably talk again about video say, games. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm not a fan of these shows. Cause I think what's so much better than all of that is definitely video games. And you know what? Maybe, maybe those people might need some better mothers. I don't know. And I'm going to segue into my own <laughs> shit. So deal with it. I'm going to talk about four mother matron. That's the game that I played <laughs> a little bit. Um, this is a visual novel and a, it was kind of like a spookier game, I suppose. They kind of put it underneath the realm of horror. Um, it's, But I feel like with a visual novel, it's a little hard to do like a true horror, right? Or at least in terms of being really terrifying. I guess you can let your imagination kind of go wild, right? And so this game reminded, well, this storyline reminded me a lot of the Hunger Games because you start off as like this chick that is super sleep deprived, which I feel that I'm on midnights. I'm exhausted. So I'm right there with her. her name's Lizzie. And she lives in some terrible town. I can't remember what the the town was actually called, though, the the neighborhood, but they just called it like the shit yard instead of the shipyard because like everybody's waste from all these districts gets dumped mm. into it because there's this Ooh. world that is surrounded by this like really creepy um, black, like thick kind of cloud of a world called the crepuscule. And the whole, the crepuscule is creeping more and more in on this entire city that has all these districts. Right. And so the mother or so <laughs> that, that, that takes care of all of it, the government essentially, um, always picks people from different districts to kind of become essentially a sacrifice because nobody comes back from the crepe school. But she sends certain people from the district out to go explore the world um, that is outside of the walls of the city in this creepy place. And so this chick, after being exhausted, like she gets chosen to go out and you're navigating through these tunnels and you have to make these different choices um, based on not only where to go, but who you interact with and who you find. And the so the story will change as you're playing it, which is really cool. But I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I think it's really well uh, well written. And so that's really nice. And it's kind of interesting. I'm I'm a big fan of these really weird kind of like choose your own adventure odd no. games like this. No, not really? me. Milk inside really of a bag of milk. What? Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know. I, I find this game like fascinating so far and I'm enjoying it. I mean, I, there's only 18 reviews for it, but they're 100 percent positive. There you so go. it came out on October 17th. Uh, I think if you like visual novels, though, like this is certainly a really cool, interesting one. 
like I said, there's some things that kind of remind me very much of the Hunger Games. You know, you were selected, go on out into this world and survive and come back. Like that, that was a lot like the Hunger Games too of choosing somebody from a different district. And it's same with this, but I do really enjoy the way that they wrote this. It feels very like dark and real and just like a good story in a way. I mean, it doesn't seem very real with the crap school, but I mean, real in the sense that like the way that they painted her exhaustion and working and like saying goodbye to her friends because she was leaving, like they, they did a really good job writing the story for that and, and just the details in that. So I thought this was a really cool visual novel. Hey, Dave, um, did, um, go ahead, Nick. I lost my train of thought. Do you watch anime? I used to when I was young. I went through like an anime phase, but not so much now. I mean, like I, the if last you, one you, I saw was Castlevania. I did like that, but so this this game is kind of really close to an anime, like as far as the story goes. It's called Attack on Titan. It's really good. Um, check it out. Okay, it's, you, you would you would like it. It's probably one out of the last ten years. I would put it probably at the number one in popularity. Nick, would you say? Yeah, that and Dragon Ball, those two, and One Piece. Yeah, yeah. But no, Attack on Titan is definitely like when when the third season dropped, uh, everybody like shit their pants. Like, it's it's pretty crazy. Um, nice. God, so, talking about shitty games. I mean, no, I <laughs> talking about shitty shows, uh, but really good shows. Uh, wow, Andor. you were. That's my Android. Oof. Oof, man, that one. I tried. We got to work hey, on this, guys. Hey, we got we to gotta talk about it. We need a team meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Teach sidebar into a team meeting and then come back. No, uh, Andor. Uh, we've, uh, I've watched it. Christopher is a disciple of, of this show, I think. Right? Or is it Christopher? Yeah. This show is the best Star Wars TV show or story. It's like on par with the Star Wars books I read growing up and... Uh, like Star Wars in a serious way, not really about like, you know, one family's drama um, or like greater theological things about lightness and dark that are that are kind of tropey. This gets into the nitty gritty of the everyday. So I've really been enjoying. But what have you what have you thought of me? I, I'm three episodes in. I'm really enjoying it. I, I just want to. Conf- I guess I know because I know what happens at the end of Rogue One. But these are these are the events leading up to Rogue One. Is that correct? Um, they're early in Andor's life. They they will eventually. We will eventually get to Rogue One. Okay, but I believe they, they don't explicitly say how many years this is in the in before that. But this, so I'm a big fucking lore guy, and when I watch the show no. and I see shit like you you've never seen any other Star Wars, you're like, huh? Where do they get all that metal? You know, all yeah. that kind of shit is when you see that stuff. In shows, that's what gets me like super interested. The show has a super awesome story. There was actually just an article about it where they compared Rings of Power, Game, uh, House of the Dragons, and Andor, and the Andor got the most votes for like the best show between all three of them, and it's not even done yet. Yeah, it, it's very well done, and Bobby, I, you know. Even though I didn't agree with you when you were like, you know, everything's too clean <laughs> in uh, Obi Wan. You know, you're like this is like a dirty planet, and just everything. Uh, even that, I took it in. Like the production value here is the highest I've seen um, in 
one of these shows. I mean, Mandalorian was really high. Mandalorian looked like a movie, but this looks like a gritty movie, and I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Three or four. It's adult Star Wars. Yeah, adult Star Wars. Star Wars. It's adult Star Wars for the first time ever. Yep. That's what I've heard. I haven't seen this yet. Looking forward to it, though. Bobby. Um, Gotta watch it, my dear. I'll watch it one of these days. And, and it's on uh, Disney Plus, right? Yeah, Disney oh, Plus God, for free. Guys, I'm yeah. setting up the segue here. All right. That's yeah, the alley oop. That's the alley oop. Someone needs to sign it. Uh, we'll just cut this part out. I'm looking forward to watching it one of these days. Oh, not like Days Gone. No, right. Unlike Days Gone. Swish? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Uh, uh, we, uh, we played this the, back when we were doing the homework section. Let us know if you want that back. I, I always, I'm always been a fan of the the homework section. But I have real homework now. I don't know if I need <laughs> fake homework from you guys. <laughs> so we know that one person's against it. Let's find out about everybody else. But I'll anyway, it yeah, it seemed forced All sometimes. Right. Game of the game of the week turned into game of the weeks, and you know this whole thing. Maybe we should do game of the month and just like you know let people. I'm down to do that. Yeah, but anyway, um. We enjoyed it, um, but I just kind of fell off and never got back into it. And then I was thinking on my Switch, I was like, I don't want to play God of, not my Switch, I'm sorry, my um, Steam Deck. Uh, I was going to have some free time at work, and I was like, I don't want to play God of War of it because I, I feel like I'm going to be dumbing it down too much. Um, but what's something long form that I could just always have there just on my steam deck that I could just pick up and go. And I was like, Oh yeah, day's gone. I fucking paid like 50 bucks for this game. Let me get my, my money's worth. So I started playing it on this, uh, steam deck and it's working very well. Um, there I'm having maybe some contrast issues, um, like reticle when you is gets white, whitewashed with the, because it's white. And a lot of the time, the background is like foggy, and like I can't see my reticle. And I've tried to look for options to to fix that. But besides that, everything else runs great. Like it's a very good Steam Deck game. So um, that's there's a recommendation. Stay, um, gone, days gone on the Steam Deck, and that's it. And I don't know how to segue into a plug. Hey, Christian, want to talk? Uh, yeah, I I will talk. So. For a long time on our Steam group, DL Gaming group, there's been, uh, I can only describe it as crime, crime, uh, online crime going on where someone has been giving away uh, Steam keys in in giveaways. See this all the time Um, with leftover keys and trying to build their following. You know, you sign up for a contest. There's a chance you get a Steam. Um, We did it it here. We've done it in the past. Oh, yeah, but probably legitly like someone who's churning out every week is finding a way to get keys and then using it to like build their brand and probably not a great way. Anyways, it got me thinking, uh, we have 1400 people ish in that, in that steam group. Uh, and what, when we were playing with tattooed, uh, fuck, forget his name. Tattooed tear. Oh, it's so terrifying. Uh, Marauders earlier. Uh, he left a review on Steam, and he said exactly what I said. He said, Accessible Space Tarkov, and that was the review. And I said, the fuck? Those are my words that you're using, bud. Um, so I kind of wanted to do a different plug this week, and maybe going forward, tell me if, if you like this idea. If you play a game that we recommend, and you leave a review on Steam, 
Maybe just sign it with DLG Bump. Not so we know, but so that the developer knows because mm. they go through every review, probably meticulously more than once. Um, they take them to heart. And if they see these hashtag DLG Bump, eventually they're going to try to find it. You know, I don't know how they're going to find us, but it's an interesting way to like quantify ha- what kind of effect that we're yeah we're having um so i don't know what do you guys think about that or it doesn't have to be hashtag dlg bump it can be uh i don't know hashtag bobby's shoes hashtag god of war magic the get anyways i don't know what, how what are they guys gonna think? know what bobby's shoes mean though are they as long as it's the same message dlg bump is great first yeah. of all i love that you didn't run it past us because we would have had notes and it would ruin the whole thing. I think it's yeah. really good. Don't forget to click uh, submit when you <laughs> submit when you submit the review. Yeah, uh, Days. I was curious earlier. Did you review that game that only has eighteen? Are you number eighteen, or are you going to put nineteen on there? Uh, you know, I want to finish it completely before I do that. And, and when you I'll do, will you put time. DLG bump? I, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I will. Fuck yeah, it. I'll start I will putting too. DLG. I will. Yeah, I'll start putting DLG bump at the end of shit. Why is it not? too self now. Do we have to let our listeners do it, or is it okay if we do it? I really got to write more reviews. I I wrote a couple like back in 2015, and I put a lot of effort into it, but I don't think now people can like reward you for your reviews. They can oh. give you like little upvotes, and you get uh, credit in the Steam Point Shop for it. But uh, I I don't know. I feel like I should. Even if it's just like a little sentence or two, I feel like I should write more reviews and support well, some of the games. I can't I believe I got to pee again, but yeah, I support it, all of this. Okay, perfect. So hashtag you DLG too. bump. And yeah, if you're out there, you don't have to put DLG bump if you don't want, or if you find a game that you like, not through us, obviously just review it, but make sure if you enjoy the game, do review it. Like so much of a developer's lifeline is that percentage on steam, you know? And if you don't review the game, everyone else who hated the game, they're definitely going to review the game, right? So if you enjoyed a game, just take the extra second. All my reviews are just yes. I just type it in yes if I've spent more than 10 hours on it and like it. Yes, post. Yes, post. I have like 100 reviews or something. So if you, you don't do write a, a positive review for the games you love, the terror, terrorists have won, is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Christian, yeah. now are they about to be, yes, DLG bump? For the ones that I find through you find people or that I bring to the podcast, of course, they will be, yes, DLG bump. You Perfect. bet your bottom dollar. You bet your bottom. Uh. Does it Bippy. need to be hashtag or are we just doing DLG bump? Yeah, maybe the hashtag. You don't really need the hashtag, I guess. Yeah, you, you don't. But it's just, hashtag. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe Is if it, we could get a screenshot of each one, that would be, I mean, that's asking for more, but. All right. That'd be cool. If you can tap your head and rub your belly <laughs> when you do. <laughs> All right. And uh, that's the, uh, that's it, everyone. That's the plug. Thank you. That's the plug. All right. We've got two listener questions here. First one from Klingon PU dollar sign dollar sign Y. Uh, that says pussy, Bobby. Oh, couldn't tell, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't read the lead speak anymore. I, by the way, I, like wow. Next Generation was one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, I thought the clean young women were like not totally unfuckable. Like I, they were bit of a butterface, yeah, but usually super tall and like fit. Yeah, but you got to moan some really weird names like. Oh, God. God. <laughs> 
Chikachika, come over here. What if you, your Klingon name was Chikachika? That's awesome. Yeah, Chikachika. I don't know. Uh, Christian, can we get some pictures of Klingon women up on the screen here so we can tell? No fan art, no fan art, no fan art. I mean, this, this was at the height of my jerking off days. Like, Just Google image. Next generation Klingon. was a lot of my... Uh, Okay, mm. never mind. Okay. Maybe it was better in my. Uh... Yeah, I mean, when you're, when you're like an adolescent, it's pretty incredible. You can yeah. jerk off to just about anything. Yeah, I like coming on foreheads, <laughs> but not those ones. That's uh, <laughs> that's, that's uh, stage five right. clinger Klingon forehead. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stage five Klingon. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, so good. Yeah, have right. you guys seen Lower Decks? What well, I want to know why that late that that regular person is just in here with all those clean. I think that's women. the actress that plays that. Clean. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think I think that's who it is. All right, all right I take decks. everything I was saying back. I mean, she you could tell if you were to take that whole forehead off. <laughs> all right. I think you're being picky. I think these are some beautiful ladies. <laughs> they are beautiful ladies, man. <laughs> and they clean oh, show up and kill us. Aggressively all. beautiful. Chris. Yeah, and that's why oh. uh, Klingon Pussy asks, "What is or what was your life's greatest uh, quandary?" Whether or not I'd fuck a Klingon woman was pretty, uh, pretty deep. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> well, anyone got any real answers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I, I well, I'll, I'll take it on the dark side. Then I guess I don't know. My uh, largest quandary uh, was, and sometimes, con- sometimes continues to be, why can't I logic my way out of depression? <laughs> mm. Yeah, because you. Kn- yeah, I've thought about this. It's, it's like- not logical. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. You can't really confide what it is. There is no definition definite things that's why there's a whole science fucking devoted to it perfect quandary yep (laughs) doesn't it feel like you can think your way out of it right kind of i mean people will tell you it's in your head so you think you can think your way out of it but (laughs) no it's just i don't know it's and it's hard to describe too in ways like because everybody kind of battles with depression differently depending on what they have and their coping mechanisms would need to be different to cater to what's going to work for them, right? And that's a journey that everybody that has depression is on for themselves. You know, there's certain things that definitely help, like obviously sleeping well and eating better and drinking enough water, getting the fuck outside. Like those things do help uh, most people, you know, but at the end of the day, like especially if it's chronic depression, you know, it's unfortunately something that you live with and not something that you can just cure. Hmm. That's a good one. What about you, Bobby? Life's greatest quandary? I don't know. Your man. life's greatest quandary. Yeah. Your life's greatest yeah. quandary. I, I don't know. That's a rather deep question to spring on me. <laughs> mine's a... Notice. Mine's a... Why the fuck does deja vu happen? It's, a, it's really fucking creepy when it happens. I haven't had it in uh, a long time. Maybe because I, I don't have a memory day. anymore. I'm much like I a cricket. I just react good. to things. Stimuli. <laughs> just a goldfish now. <laughs> <laughs> Who's at the ball? Uh, but uh, man, I um, I always wonder why it happens. I'm just like, God damn, like, are we in a fucking simulation? That's my RAM leaking or something? Like, I don't know. I would say right now, because, you know, we're, I'm in the uh, back half 
for sure I'm in the back half. I'm 44. So I'm the 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 back eight, is it called? Anyway. Over the uh, hill. Over the hill. Um the question is, how much fun do I have now, which is gonna cost me time and uh enjoyment at the end do i burn off now versus uh saving myself to have a longer less fun ride later does that make any sense like do i drink more and have more fun now which means i'm probably going to die later uh, die sooner and uh be more uncomfortable sooner versus uh, taking the Bobby route, which is like super responsible. I'm in this shit for another 50 years and I'm going to be sound and safe the entire time. Yeah, watch me get hit by a bus tomorrow. That's the thing, dude. That's dude, the thing. That. And that's that. why I I definitely think that like, the I think it's genetic, at least for me and like every Mexican that I've ever known. It's like party, 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 then you die. And so we die earlier I feel like, just, well, you know growing old I mean? is going to suck, man. I used to think like, oh, I want to live so long and I have all this time to do stuff. Dude, being old really, really sucks. There's a really great movie that I think captures this called Am- Amour. I never know how to pronounce that. You know, it's like. Amore? Not Amore. It's not Italian. It's Dutch, but it's at, the movie's actually in French. It's uh, by Michelle Haneke pretty famous director over there, but it's called Amour and it's just about this old couple and one of the ladies slowly dies in it, but it's just, um, it's not like a, prof- like I, I say this, the, uh, I give you the entire plot of the story, but oh, that, that doesn't says armor, sound. dude. That's Ar- armor. Armor without the R, <laughs> but it is, it, it captures it in the best way. After I saw that movie, I was like, maybe I don't want to <laughs> grow old. <laughs> maybe I'll just be like hit 70, like in uh, midsummer, like 70. And then I'll just jump 76. off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why like, I'm, I cannot sit. It's almost like buying an insurance policy. It's right. If the thing breaks, but it's wrong. If the thing never broke, mm-hmm. right. There's no right answer. So, it's a gamble. Yeah, Bobby's approach of straight and narrow and like, let's ride this thing out and have a ton of money at the end. And then there's my approach, which is like, have as much possible, have as much fun as possible and pay the price at the end if there is an end. So I don't know. There is no answer. That is why it's life's greatest quandary. God damn, that was poetic. All right. Next up is uh, <laughs> from El Grumman Boneforge. Who's your favorite fantasy dwarf? Oh, man. Got some interesting new uh, uh, listeners, apparently. <laughs> that That is a great name, dude. I love it. Yeah. That's probably his D&D name. That's pretty cool. One, um, I mean, I think Grimly from the Lord of the Ring movie series. You Gimli, you fucking old yeah. piece of shit. Not uh. Grimly. Cricket. <laughs> Sorry. Cricket you reacting hurt. to stimuli. Cricket. Stimuli, remember that. Yeah, I, I mean, he was he was the comic <laughs> relief. You know, uh, uh, he made you laugh throughout the entire all three all three movies. Uh, I think it was really well done. Although I do really really enjoy the uh, the new uh, the whatever the prince in the new uh, Lord of the Rings thing. Nick, what what's his name? Torin. Uh, Torin. Yes. Yeah, Torin. Torin. Yeah. He's, uh, 
I love that his hair is all fucked up and he's only got smudges. Like these people dig all the time and it shows, even though he's a prince, you know what I mean? Like you could tell. It's good. (sighs) But before I answer, I just want to point out, so you've you've gotten Grimley or Gimley's name wrong. You've gotten Christian's name wrong. And then you called Nick Bobby several times. But here's the problem. Here's the other side of that. I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> just sliding, sliding through life. Chilling. Um, I'll tell you who my favorite dwarf is not. Torborn, I believe his name is, from Overwatch. Torbjorn. Yeah. Not a fan of that guy. Can't seem to make him work. I'm sure he's very good. Seen him in oh, action. I love that character. Yeah. Well, he's got a turret. I know you like characters yeah. with turrets. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just not, not happening for me. Hmm. Love that guy. What about you, uh, Dace? Well, it was Gimli, and then not only was that taken from me, but then the name was Butchered. So. <laughs> no. Um, I, otherwise, I guess the other one would be um, Geralt's friend, Zoltan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was fun. Is he in the TV show? He's, not I, yet. I don't think he's in the TV show. He's in the games, but he was in the books. Yeah. Um, uh, he was in the books quite a bit. They'd run and run into him. I always remember that, like every time Geralt would run into him in the books, like it was always really funny and his whole gaggle and group of co- of the company and like all the group. Like it was, it was always like when he was in a group with people, it was just like they're totally like the shitheads that like shit just hits the fan when you're yeah. around them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was so funny and awesome. <laughs> um, Does anyone remember Willow? Yeah. I was I brought that up a couple of weeks ago. I was saying the that, movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're remaking it as a TV show or something now. Oh, I, I thought it was. A, I think it's a three part miniseries, isn't it? I thought it was a great movie when I was a kid. I enjoyed it so much. And then the I I saw the IMDb and it's like a six point one. It was not like, a popular. Well, IMDb is always kind of low, but it was not a popular movie when it came out. This is what I call well, a Leslie no. movie, where it's like a movie that not everybody sees except for the really really nerdy kids. When they were, you know, super young, and they're like, "Mom came home from Blockbuster. She brought back, she brought back, fucking Willow." Not everybody's mom would bring home Willow, for sure. Exactly, yeah. uh, Willow. I mean, that was a pretty big uh, step for ILM back in the day, too. There was a lot of stuff in that movie. There was that whole thing where the the witch was, like, morphing into all these different animals. The and then the whole thing with the brownies, the little people. Yeah. Like, that. there was some pretty impressive stuff for its time back then. Yeah. And a young, so spry, gorgeous Val Kimmer. Look at him. Yeah. Huh. I always remember that part where he's dressed as a woman and that guy's, like, totally... You know, he he's he thinks he's a woman, so he, I can't remember what exactly happened, but he walks up to him and he says, want a mate? <laughs> and, and I just, I don't know, that line has always stuck with me. That's how you uh, met the your worst, Yeah, You're the like, worst pickup line ever. So, I didn't actually say my answer, I just mentioned Willow. My favorite answer is actually Warwick Davis. Uh, he plays so many dwarf characters, like the Ewoks and a bunch of others in media. The guy is a legend in acting, and yeah. he's also picking up the role of Willow again. All those Matt leprechaun Wow, movies. really? Oh, that's cool. It's a uh, ma- yeah. It's a ma- God. He's been alive so long, dude. Yeah, uh, and he's still working, dude. And so, uh, Willow for fantasy dwarf, real life dwarf. If you include real life dwarf, dudes. Nice man. Like, Could- guys, a legend. All right, we're wrapping this thing up. Uh, 
Sniper, I kind of want to hear your answers to these two questions. There's only two questions. Do you got them ready or do you want to pass? Uh, oh, life's greatest quandary. I'm at a point now where I, I love my cats, but they're, they're, this is a, they're weighing me down. You know, I can't live anywhere else, at, like far away. Um, and I would like to do that. And so it's like, you know, I raised this cat from a little kitten. I found this other cat in the forest and I love them so much. They bring me a lot of joy, but they're going to die in, in 10 years. Right. And in the meantime, I would like to, to do things. Rianne would like to do things too. So we're kind of wrestling with like, do we give the cats away? Do we, or do we just accept that they're a part of our life? And I guess, you know, as stupid as it sounds like a part of our family for real, you know, like we literally wouldn't give them to someone else to take care of. Like we would have them forever. So we're kind of, you have four cats. That's a lot of cats. What what are some things you can't do with cats? Well, I would want to move to somewhere else in Canada. I would love to live in Montreal. And then we have a long-term goal of moving to the Netherlands, too. Right. And bringing them on a so, plane and getting a cat. That's uh, not hard, dude. It's pretty hard. It's yeah. pretty hard. Yeah, it's I've looked into it, hard. too. It's hard. You put them in a box and you fly. What do you mean? What's hard? You so that's from, that's from the U.S. to U.S., dude. Once you get to Europe, it's a different ballgame. They won't. You, you have they to have want. them on your on your body for one. Now they don't let pets be in the under. Oh, okay. And second, the drugs you need to give the cat to calm down, uh, so that it uh, isn't like Might meowing the whole time and and scratching and like you know gonna kill itself basically through being so stressed lowers the oxygen in their blood. And when you get on a certain altitude. Like, there's a chance they might die. It's a small chance, but, I mean, they could just randomly not get enough oxygen. Ship so, them over on a boat. Dude, there are ways around it, but we're just dealing with this now, and right. it's it's more difficult than it, it might seem. Try a catapult. So savage, dude. No. <laughs> God. No, I feel your pain with that sniper. I've thought a lot about that, too. And, like, I've got a cousin that moved to the U.K. with two cats, and her cats got lost in Philadelphia. And, like, she arrived in U.K. and had to wait, like, a few days for her cats to get there because they lost it. It's, like, a, it's typically a fucking mess. Like, and it's it's not easy, and it's not something to take lightly, like, traveling overseas with animals. And then just additionally, too, like I drive all over the United States with my cats and it is a pain in the fucking ass and it does impact all my housing. And they're they're members of the family, you know what I mean? So like and there's ways around it and there's ways to make it work. But like it's not as easy as just like, oh, fuck it, throw them in there. They're fine. Like, no, nah. I mean, if you give a shit about your animals, then it, yeah. then it you know, then it then it definitely takes some more uh, thought and stuff to it, you know, and a lot more work and mostly a lot more money is really what it is. It's a lot yeah, of money. A lot of money. And the knowledge that the cat is probably, like, in a couple of months, these cats, if they were with someone else, they'd be fine. You know, I mean, they're animals. As long as someone's taking care of them and spending some time with them, they'll be fine. Do I really want to subjugate them to, like, this fucking journey in the sky that they're going to be, like, super stressed out about and they're going to, uh, might not recover from, you know, like, I, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm thinking about that. They have, uh, they have cats in the Netherlands. Just let me know. <laughs> Thank God, dude. I thought uh, <laughs> thought it might be a rat infested. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite right. fantasy dwarf. Don't have one. What's everybody? Everybody playing next week? 
Uh, oh, wait, no, I'm not going to play anything. Sorry. All right, great. I, uh, I'm so glad you cut off Bobby from talking <laughs> to say that Go ahead, you're going to be playing nothing. Okay. Go ahead, Bobby. So season three of Deep Rock Galactic, Plague Fall, and hopefully some Phasmophobia. Are you going to have some time, Bobby? More time next this week? week? Yeah. Oh, great. This week's looking better. Great. And then I got, I got some time coming off, so uh, coming up. Anybody but Nick. Anybody but Nick? Want to talk? Well, you're not going to like my answer much either. I won't be here for the next three weeks. I'll probably Oof. be playing a little bit of Tarkov, uh, but otherwise I can't be gaming much. It's crunch time, man. I'm about to travel all the way back to Michigan from California, so it's I got to get ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Nick. I'm visiting California this week, so. <laughs> all right. Cool, man. So uh, you will not be on the next episode or you will? I will not be on the next episode. Uh, Bobby, uh, if yeah, it's just they, me they, and you, maybe we should bring in some, like... Uh, <laughs> bring in the B team. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was talking about, like, uh, we used to talk about uh, media, like, you know, how I brought in... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll find something to talk about. Movies or whatever. Love, love is Blind. A love whole episode blind. on Love is Blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week. We're going to well, talk then, about Lauren. Okay, she was born oh. in Michigan. <laughs> So I know that I said that I was going to play uh, a Plague Tale, um, but uh, I was like, maybe I can burn through God of War fast enough to like, you know, catch a Plague Tale on Game Pass. And that game's so fucking long. So God of War until it's done. And then hopefully a Plague Tale right after that. Seeing it through. Yep. Seeing it through. And it's not a chore. It does not feel like a chore. All right. Then give me the rundown. Uh, there we go. All right. <laughs> On the radar, we had the Entropy Center, uh, which was uh, like a portal thing. <laughs> and then, uh, Soul Survivors and Army of Ruin, which were both vampire survival games. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is a thing that we, even though it's coming out next week, we won't see it for a year and a week, hopefully at the best. Uh, Warhammer 40k Inquisitor, nobody cares, uh, especially Gosh. with the subtext martyr. Uh, Lilith Odyssey uh, is a very cool looking planetary uh, cute game. Uh, Unmetal is a Metal Gear Solid spoof for those who love the Metal Gear Solid. Um, Overwatch 2 is a game that Bobby likes but won't admit it. Uh, phasmophobia is uh, something that everybody likes, unless you're a little bitch like me. Uh, God of War, uh, just play it. It's fucking amazing. Um, Don't Shit on My House is a, another uh, vampire survival game that um, looks like shit, but it's funny name. Uh, Marauders is uh, a, a play for geeks game that keeps co- popping up, even though I don't want it to. Uh, love is blind is a show that you should watch if you don't believe in love. Uh, mother matron for mother matron. I was taking a piss was, so I have no idea. It's some, something that looks like things. Uh, days gone is a zombie survival game that you can play on your steam deck. And that is it. Play the juicy outro. What, no titties? Motherfuck, motherfucking titties. What kind of titties? Uh, 
We have zombie titties. We have a love titties. We have marauding titties. We have tits. Klingon, Klingon titties. Oh, Klingon. oh, Klingon titties. 